Welcome back, man. Uh, we're back here. Holy hot takes. Uh, obviously, it's me, Ben, and I got my homeboy Trey on the other side. Yep. Hey, welcome Episode back, two. man. Hey, Episode happy two. to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you didn't, you well, didn't think we would make it, did you? Nah. <laughs> uh, dang. The, we got the pilot. We got the pilot. We got the pilot. We, we got uh, we got renewed for the rest of the season. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> I probably got picked up. Shit. Anyway, uh. Episode two, man, we're back. Obviously, loads of free agents signed over the last few days. We've been uh, we've been kind of waiting to see, you know, where the, the last batch of players get signed. But uh, I think it was a the good time names. to start. Yeah, well, <laughs> bigger names, sure. <laughs> but uh, I think that was a good time to kind of reflect back on what's happened, don't you think? Yeah, the good, the bad, the interesting, the surprising. The holy and the unholy. Pretty much. Pretty freaking much. All right, man. Where do you want to start with in terms of free agents? Um, we let's hey, he started it off. Let's start with Lonzo Ball. That was I mean, that was like I mean, what? Five Three seconds minutes in? in? Three <laughs> minutes in, we got the alert. We were on the phone during work. We were like, Bro, Lonzo went to Chicago and the first thing you said was, That's unsurprising. <laughs> you said that you've been call you've been calling this since the start of uh, since last season. Yes. Midway. Yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo with um, Zach Levine just looks really, really nice on paper. Uh, it gives them that – they got a dynamic backcourt, Lonzo, Zach Levine. Remember we in episode one, we uh, we actually talked about uh, who we felt would be better, and you said Zion and Lonzo, and I was like, Lonzo and Zach Levine would be nice, and now we'll get to see it. So Now we're going to uh, – It'll be a little altered. Just because uh, another free agent that signed there, but we'll get into yeah. It I was I was I was gonna say uh we'll 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 specifically talk about Chicago when it comes to winners and losers because they are definitely one of the winners or losers depending yeah. on how you look at it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Lonzo I agree. signed right away. Chicago, you've been calling it for over a year now. He got his money, which is uh actually he's actually on a pretty good deal for being honest. Yeah, uh, I mean twenty four, million. Four Four years, eighty-five. Yeah, you get him for twenty mil a year. That's that's a steal. I, that's a steal. Yeah, especially that's for someone who's twenty-three years old and can do and, a lot of things on the court, and he's a good defender too. So, and the Chicago's next, uh, gonna need it. And the next um, big uh, TV deal, I think it's in two years, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. this contract's gonna look like it's really gonna age nothing. well. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it's, age. It's gonna age very well. It's gonna look nice. They they got a big four now. So it's, we we'll see what happens, but um, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for him. Um, yeah, it was uh, that was the first of many on when free agency opened up. Uh, who else of of magnitude? What do you think? Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna just go into this right now. A big winner, in my opinion, was Miami. They became the Bad Boy Pistons of of our generation. They got Kyle Lowry, who is a dog in his own right. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. Yeah. Bam Adebayo is locked in. You get PJ Tucker, who yeah. was who was very very big on the defensive end for the Milwaukee Bucks title run. Um, Duncan Robinson is locked back in. Like you could go so many ways with this team, and they just—they are just—I. 
they're going to beat teams with defense. Their games are probably going to be the highest scoring games for them. It's probably going to be like 98 for their opponents. And that's I mean, really low. I mean, last year alone, they were fifth in opponents' points scored. So that alone. And then you add Kyle Lowry, who's, you know, he's like you said, he's a dog. He's going to get in your face. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler, you know, resigns. He's, you know, obviously one of probably the best on ball defender in the league. Yep. Um, like you said, Bam is still there. They did lose Iguodala, but and then PJ Tucker is probably a better replacement at at where at their stage of what the yeah. Miami need. They needed a more someone who can play a little more minutes. They and lost. Uh, they lost Precious Achua and Gordon Dragic to the Kyle Lowry trade, but they just signed that cat from the. Yeah, the, they just signed them. From that summer, two year deal. Yeah, he he balled out twenty six and thirteen in two games. Yeah, he that, he definitely he earned it very well, very good. I mean, especially for a team that would have been lacking size. Yes, and if you after go trading in, Precious, and if you go in that direction, because he stretches the floor from the sample, the small sample size that we saw on the uh, uh, California Classic, you can play him at the five and put Bam at your four. And bring PJ off the bench, like yeah. like he did, like he did with Milwaukee. And then your death lineup would be um, Bam at the five and PJ at the four, with Duncan Robinson for spacing. Kyle Lowry's your spacer, and you're gonna have a lot of defense. So it, it, it looks nice. It looks really nice. Yeah, I mean Miami definitely. They're, they 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 saw that they got embarrassed. In the first round last year, and they definitely came back to re-up. I mean, they heat culture is a real thing, especially with that. I mean, Duncan Robinson, five-year, 90 mil. Wow. You called it. I did not. Yeah, Duncan Robinson was going to get that money regardless. A shooter, shooters are very well paid. The yeah. only shooter in the past that hasn't been well played that wanted – that didn't get his money that he wanted was – and I hate saying it was Buddy Hilt. Like he was the shooter. He was a, he's like one of the top shooters in the league. Yeah. He yes, he gets paid twenty million, but he was your focal point in your offense, led your team in scoring, and they they kind of shafted him. But that's another story for another day. True, 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 true. Uh, oh. Let's see who else. I was. Uh, we did talk about uh, Lonzo Ball, but we we, were, we didn't talk about the other piece. Got. Since you brought up winners, Chicago could be a winner. They did. They did a sign trade for Demar Derozan. I mean, they didn't think about who they gave up for Derozan and Ball. I yeah. mean, that's a big W. Yeah, and here here's the. This is how you know Chicago's in it to win it this year. I read an article saying that. Um, the GM of Chicago actually flew to DeRozan's place to have an in-depth conversation with him about why he should sign with Chicago. At the same time, the Clippers were on their way to his, were en route to his house, and then the news broke that he agreed to sign with Chicago. The early bird gets the worm, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... You all you got to do is uh, I mean, with the, with the Bulls, you know, with the whole they got Lonzo Ball, they have DeRozan, they got Vucevic last year. 
Yeah, you, they, you have Zach Levine. Uh, obviously, Markinen doesn't look like he'll be back, but they could still trade Markinen and maybe because last year they weren't good on defense and they struggled on offense even after getting Vucevic. Yes. Now you add DeRozan, who's probably not. I mean, he's obviously on the later stage of his career. Yeah. But if we're if if you know, obviously we didn't really pay much attention to the Spurs because they weren't as good as they were normally were. But DeRozan got better with the Spurs than he was with Toronto. Yes, he, he became he a better in. playmaker. He became a better playmaker. He learned to you know. He, I think he had like all time assist numbers, if I'm correct. And and he played a lot of four with them. yeah. They, and they obviously, really and he, small. yeah, and he's also one of those guys where it's okay with him taking a lot of mid-range shots because he will make them. Yes, um, I I loved his take. They he said, <laughs> I loved his take saying that um, when uh, when he came into the Spurs, he wanted to teach the young guys like, yes, I can shoot threes and everything like that. Well, let's help the team out and get to the line and get into the penalty early. We can score with the clock stop. So that's what his whole goal is, is not shooting threes. He's like, Rosen can shoot threes, for sure can shoot threes. But when you have a player that wants to get into it, wants to get into the paint, is not afraid of contact and helps helps the team as a whole so they can all be in the penalty together, that's a winning, that's a winning culture. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's definitely the Bulls. They, they it's gonna go one or two. Like I told you, they're gonna either be a top in three, four seed, or they're gonna be a six, seven seed. They're gonna be in that range, that middle range. But it's definitely gonna be a win for them because they've been really bad since what twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Yeah, I read on Bleacher Report. I read on Bleacher Report. Zach Levine. Uh, has never won more than four or has never won, gotten on a four-game win streak. His first time was with Team USA. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So Speaking of Team USA, they won a gold medal today, didn't they? They sure did. Did not even know they played. First France. This last two games. Speaking, right. of, speaking of France, um, another winner is Evan Fournier. He got his money. He asked Boston <laughs> for, for a four-year $80 million, and he got it from New York. Which is a win for them because they needed the shooting. Yeah, like, very, definitely. very badly. Definitely, yeah. The New York Knicks, def- they uh, they saw they saw a need on their team and they went out and got it. If you really yeah. think about it. Yeah, they they got they they really re The Knicks got Derrick Rose back. They got Nerlens Noel back. They lost Reggie Bullock, but they added Evan Fournier. Um, I'm missing one. One of their pieces. Oh, they got Alec Burks back. That was yeah. a ooh, he was a heater for them. Yeah, so, he was. He's a hooper. And the one that nobody talks about, which you said a while back, was uh, did, did anybody remember that Kimba got traded to OKC? No, I don't think anybody remembered because he got bought out and now he's on the Knicks. Yeah, he got he's bought out, on. and like he got bought out, and we didn't even know about it till like nine hours later. We're like, hey, he, got, he just got buried in the news. Yeah, it was like it was like Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker, what? <laughs> and he signed a one. He signed a one-year, eight million deal with the Knicks. Um, so hopefully, that, he can stay healthy. When you have a when you have point guards, Kimball Walker and Derrick Rose, it's going to be an interesting 
who who's going to get the minutes? Derrick Rose at this stage in his game, in his career is okay with coming off the bench. It's plus well I'm, I'm plus I'm sure neither one can probably play more than maybe twenty eight minutes, thirty minutes a game. Yeah, thirty eight. 30, 30 yeah. minutes is, is a good cap. I think yeah, good I think no, neither one can play more than that. But uh, uh, so we definitely like the Knicks moves. We like what, what Chicago did. We like what Miami did. Is there any other team that kind of impressed you? With free agency um, moves. Free, well, so I'm happy signings. I'm happy that Mike Conley. Let's we can just go down the list. Mike Conley stayed with uh, Utah. That yeah. that's good. Um, you had uh, John Collins. He really proved himself. He bet on himself. He they said we'll give you ninety million. Yeah. And he was like, Nah, I'm worth more. And he got it. He got um, a five year, one twenty five deal. Yeah. So he he got he got his. Um, this is a sneaky move, but you love talking about it. You your um your new bandwagon team, the Wizards. <laughs> They got yeah. they got Spencer Dinwiddie. I uh I talked down the Wizards a lot last time, and I got some I got a little heat from it from some from some fan. But uh no for sure I they I think I, I texted you and I was like I actually like this team. I yeah, think they I I texted you I was like you know what this uh this Wizards team they're not gonna I mean they're obviously not gonna contend, but I I definitely do see them being a top five in the East. A top five. So yeah, you're I like. Saying, you're saying they're better than Chicago. You're saying because we already went over the top three. It's going to be the Bucks, Philly, and um, Brooklyn. Then it gets a little trickier. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll say the Miami Heat and Chicago. That's five teams right there. You 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 had Philly in your top three, right? I sure did. Philly, that's a team that that's a team that could drop down if injuries with injuries happening. That's a team that could drop down. That's true. That's true. But uh, since we're talking about Philly right now, let's talk about something they did that was interesting. They really signed Drummond. <laughs> I, I get I get that Joel Embiid had real estate in Drummond's head. I was gonna say free real estate. <laughs> but damn. Drummond was like, if you can't beat him, might as well join him. I mean, and he's even... coming off the bench. Yeah, I don't know how that makes sense. That's that's a tough one if I'm Drummond. Yeah, I I didn't understand the move at all. Uh, in this stage of his career, he's only 27. I think you said correct. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about that. He's 27. He's only 27. A team like Boston could have used him, which I was very disappointed in their free agency. Yeah, um, a we, team like Brooklyn. We'll talk about the losers him. later. Brooklyn could have used him. Uh, there's just so many teams that needed a center that him going to a team that's already has a dominant center and at that, uh, at that a MVP caliber center to play behind him. I don't think that makes you better. More than likely he gets traded at the deadline, but we'll, yeah. we'll say that for a different episode. Or waived or waived. I don't think he'll get waived for being on that weak little weak contract. He will be when they, once they get James Wiseman. Okay, James Wiseman. Hey. Well, since we're talking about Philly, we could talk about the other guy, Danny Green. He Danny resigns, Green. two-year deal. I mean, Danny Green teams are normally winning teams. You know, it's kind of the players you kind of need. It's like we talked Danny about Green. earlier with shooters. Um. 
this is a hot take, but we'll never know. Danny Green, if Danny Green never gets hurt in that Atlanta series, um, we could be seeing a new champion. It could have changed the whole course of the of the series. Danny Green was guarding one of your best players, was guarding one of the best players, either Bogdanovich or Trey Young. Um, he he is a lockdown defender, it, and he's he, you're missing those points too. So I think down the stretch they missed Danny Green and his yeah what he brought to the team. So um, like I said, there's a reason why Danny there's a reason why Danny Green's won three chips. Danny there's Green teams are normally winning teams. There's a reason <laughs> you know? why he gets paid so much too. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Philadelphia did well. They um, they re-signed Danny Green. The Drummond thing is a little confusing. They did Cork Maz, which I really like. That was they had the they had yeah. the shooting. They got to actually they keep they kept the shooting they had, and then they're they just they're getting shooters. They know what they know their need. They know what makes Joel Embiid better. Yes, and their their off season isn't done, um, not by a long shot, because reports are flooding in that Ben Simmons has cut all communications. So. I think he'll be gone before the the season starts, but um, we will stay tuned for that one. Yep. I we, mean, that's uh, – let's see. Any other team? All right, all right, since we're on the topic of free agency, winners and losers, I'll, we'll, let's talk about our teams real quick. Okay. We'll go with the Warriors first. Me, personally, this is all biasness after watching the the California Classic games. Yes. I think the Warriors are huge winners right now in free agency, especially after just signing Andre Iguodala to a vet minimum deal. Uh, I agree with you. Like, there, that's why I said it's it wasn't surprising to me that Andre Andre said, "Oh, my three teams are." He's a troll. Brooklyn. He's a troll, man. <laughs> For He's sure. a troll. He did that. Like, he did that. He did that with uh, when he supposedly was going to go sign with the Rockets, even though he would never went. He just pressured the Warriors to paying him $16 million. <laughs> he's yeah, a troll. He's, he, he, we all knew he was going back to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. The Warriors, he has he has the chemistry already with the Warriors. Yeah, knows how to play um, the system. He, he knows the system. He won't have to play. His role is not to play. His role is to mentor Kaminga, Moody, and – He's going to play 15 minutes a game. You know, he only played about 20 with the Miami Heat. It obviously dwindled to less towards the end of the season and the playoffs. But in this team, on this system, where he, he, it's perfect. It's match made in heaven. They went out and got Bielicha, who I've been a huge fan of. I think I've told you, I told Ima, I've, been, I've wanted the Warriors to trade from all last season. Yep. Especially when he wasn't playing on the Kings. I was like, I was like Warriors, what are you doing? Go get him. Like, he's, yep. he's yep. your type he, of player. And he even said to himself, he's like, yeah, Warriors. One, you know, not even a minute. I'm over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Warriors did a lot of a lot of moves. Uh, they also got. Did. They also got someone else. I just can't think who. Oh, uh, Otto Porter. Yeah. They, Otto they Porter. Did a lot. They did a lot of. They did a lot of different things. They added shooting. They added people that are going to play in their system well. I like the Warriors. What they did in free agency. Um. Especially the Andre Godala, if you want to make him your starting two and bring back Clay slowly, until yeah, he's fully, they can do that. They can, they do, can that. do that. They can do they that can, now without forcing Kaminga or Moody to play. 
Exactly. And making them grow up too fast. So plus you get to keep Jordan Poole as your sixth man where he's much more comfortable. Yeah. So the Warriors are big winners. They they did they did very well in free agency. I loved I loved 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 watching Moody and Kaminga playing. I was going to um, ask you that. I remember I was telling you to watch the highlights. What'd you think? Yeah. I didn't Kaminga, get to ask you what you thought. We, we talked about it in the car a little, a little, a little bit, bit before, before I even, before I even saw the highlights, but mm-hmm. the G, the NBA G league really prepared him. He knows how to create the contact, get into the paint, finish, finish. He's strong enough to finish. That's a big plus for you guys. So he's he's, uh, I, he's he's bulk. He's you know he's stocky. He has the yeah. muscle. He already has the big build. Yeah. So it it was nice to see him thrive. Um, I know a lot of people say he's a project, including us. We we all said we he he's a project, project, but he definitely he looks much more advanced. He much more along advanced. the way than we thought. Yes, with There's, a lot a lot of people looked at Jalen Green. And we're like, oh, he's the star of this team. So a lot of focus went off of Kaminga. Yeah. You got to remember, Kaminga's still a lottery pick. He still is <laughs> still a pretty damn good player. So um, you guys got to steal with that one. Those I mean, if you look, if signed. you look on his his uh his his height and weight, he's six five. He's six eight, two twenty two. Like he's a big. I mean, for he's eighteen big, years big. old, he's a he looks like an NBA player. He looks like he's twenty four. Exactly. He, oh he my looks God. like Look, he, he's been there. For looking minute. at his date of birth kills me, man. October 6, 2002. <laughs> you feel old yet? Oh my God, I was, I was born on October 4th, two days before him. 96. Oh, wow. <laughs> I see. 93 here. So oh, looking at that, he's wow. That's crazy. Yeah, That's he, crazy. Uh, he definitely, he, he, he's watching him. He looks, he plays very aggressive. Something that the Warriors don't have. Like outside of Steph Curry, there's no one that really like would that likes contact and would go, you know, just like, you know, put his head down, five seconds left, and try to make a play. Yeah. Uh Andrew Wiggins avoids a lot of contact. Obviously, Clay is a more finesse player. Draymond won't do it because he can't finish. So having someone like Kaminga, you know, he's he's you know, he's fierce, he drives, he doesn't he doesn't back out of contact like Andrew Wiggins. That's going to be a really big on this team. So guys. I like, I like, I like, and then Moody, like he, 19 points. He's like, he can hit those corner threes. He plays, you know, he's long, plays defense. I mean, Kaminga was playing small ball five. He had a nice weak side block. And it's, uh, yeah, so the Warriors for me are huge winners, especially after getting Iguodala, Bialicia, uh, Otto Porter will be, you know, they, they have size now. They have the length that was missing, and now they just need to go out. They still have the mid-level exception. Maybe get like an Avery Bradley. Yeah, that hey, the Warriors for what they've done, they've they've done a great job. Now we're gonna get back to the other side of California, the northern side, Sacramento, the team that redeemed themselves. Uh, I think, yeah, they, they, look, look, they didn't win, they didn't lose. They, they're the middle ground. They didn't uh, so, win, but they didn't lose. So if they re-side. trade Buddy Hill, they'll be a big win. Yeah, but like like I we'll talk about trades a little later. <laughs> <laughs> but um the Kings re-signed Holmes. That was their big acquisition. That was their big acquisition is re-signing Rashawn Holmes. Um Monty McNair's first year as GM was last year and he did a lot of trades at the deadline. 
and he actually kept all those players that he traded for. Um, he re-signed Mo Harkless. He re-signed Terrence Davis. When you have a starting lineup, let's say that the Kings still keep – they have the same team. We still have – our starting lineup is going to be De'Aaron Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Bagley, Holmes. And then you come in off the bench, you still have Buddy, um, Terrence Davis. You have D- Davion Mitchell, who looked like a stud in the Summer Classic. You have uh, Metu or Tristan Thompson, which was another trade that Monty did. And then you have Alex Lynn, who brings that toughness and um, rim protection. So the Kings did did a little bit, not enough, in my opinion, to, con- to contend for the playoffs just yet. And um, we know that Monty's hungry for that. So I'm not, I'm not saying they're done with the offseason either. But um, as of right now, I, I, give them a, I give them a B plus for the offseason. They, they, did, they did what they needed to do, which was signing Rashawn Holmes. If they didn't resign Rashawn Holmes, they kind of were going to be missing a lot, a lot, a lot of pieces and trying to and fill then, holes. And, then, and I'm pretty sure you probably feel better after watching Davion Mitchell's first game. Yes, Davion Mitchell, like impressive. I, I know, he he knows how to finish with the ball. Impressive. He he, he really and it he gets mentioned with him so much because of its name, his name, and all this and his number. But he plays a lot like Donovan. He really do. He really does. He really does. He plays. He goes. He puts his head down goes in. If there's a foul, he doesn't like complain. He just gets up, gets ready for the next play. I really like that about Donovan. A lot of stars nowadays will complain after every play. Everything. Yeah, he, he definitely it's the same thing what I said with Kaminga. He definitely accepts the contact. Like he's his first step is very quick. He gets to the he gets to the paint very quick and yeah, like I say he's not afraid of contact. He'll go in there, he'll bang down low and then for someone who's only six feet, you know he he knows how to like when you when you're an older rookie you you're, you know you come into the league a little bit smarter and yeah. he definitely knows how to get his but he definitely knows how to get his points he knows how to finish it's uh it was a very impressive debut yeah it was got yourself I, a good one um staying in california let's talk about the lakers <laughs> lakers lakers got bargain uh, they got everybody players. they got every 40 year old on the market you know what the crazy thing is? They only spent fifteen million dollars for all that. Remember that's how, remember that's what I was telling you. I was like, how in the fudgers they do this? They got Kent Bazemore, Trevor Ariza, um, Malik Monk. Uh, who else did they get? Carmelo, um, Dwight Bazemore, Carmelo, uh, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. They yep. start, They started with four players on under contract on their team and ended with a full roster, a contending full roster. Kendrick Nunn, like, come on, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Kendrick Nunn getting the – yeah, his – you can't be ring chasing at 26, man, especially on such a cheap – like, you're – I didn't like that, man. Malik Monk, I get it. Malik Monk, I get it. He's been hurt. He's not that good of a shooter. But Kendrick Nunn, you were like – when Drogic wasn't playing, you were scoring 30 a game. He was he was you know? the big man on campus for like his first season with the Heat. He was yeah. the big man on campus. And you're gonna come and get what two years, ten million, I think, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't sit well with me. I, 
But when you have the pool of LeBron and, you know, clutch sports and the Lakers, that's what you do. That's what you do. They, they all can't get mad. There. You can't. You really can't. They did what they needed to do. They went in. They got their players. and They also got Wayne Ellington. Oof. Yeah. They, they got shooters. Like like Hassan Whiteside says, look out. They're shooters. They're shooters. Sure. Speaking yeah. of Hassan Whiteside, that's a weird bit. He's on freaking Utah. Yeah, right behind Rudy Gobert. So you come in with one um, defensive blocker, and then another one comes in. I think the Clippers showed us last yeah, I in the playoffs. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the after the Clippers series, knowing what their weakness, weakness was, was not having a small ball center, and they went out and just got themselves a second Rudy Gobert. Yeah, a slower <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Actually, a slower Rudy Gobert. Yeah, so. Don't know. Maybe they maybe they got something planned. But we uh, Utah. They also just uh, traded for Eric Pascal from the from the Warriors for a twenty twenty eight second round pick, I believe. That could be your small ball center. Yeah, he he played small ball center. He played very well in the beginning of the season until he hurt his hip. But uh, he's also Donovan Mitchell's best friend since what I think elementary school or high school. I think. Yeah, definitely. They were childhood friends. So. You keep your superstar happy. You got yourself a small ball five, at least a power forward. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little, you know, decent Utah. You know, they're basically running it back, you know, with Mike Conley. They didn't didn't really add anyone. Yeah. Other than than Rudy Gay. Oh, yeah, they did add him. That's another one. That's another name. Yeah. He comes in. does Does he take the role from Joe Ingles and Joe Ingles moves to the starting unit? Now, or are we just well, there's say... been talk about there's been a lot of talk about Joe Ingles getting traded to the Warriors or Joe yeah. Ingles getting traded in general. There has been since since the draft, yeah, he's been made available. So, for sure, for sure, the, that one that one was a really big, um, iffy, iffy player and iffy thing to do. Um, we're gonna go with um, some. Let's go. Let's talk about the losers in free agency <laughs> right now. Okay. Who's your number one loser? Team wise. Team wise, uh, there's quite a few. I don't like what Spurs were doing. Um, yes. You know, Toronto. That one's a little iffy too. Uh, Portland. Paying, you know, giving Norman Powell five-year, ninety mil was kind of, you know, that doesn't fix your problems on the team. For Portland, uh, Toronto, you know, obviously Gary Trent, three-year, fifty-four. It's, you know, I they would have been better if they would have got Jalen Suggs, and you know, maybe you don't pay Gary Trent that money, but yeah. Um, with some of the ones you said, uh, we'll talk about the Spurs first. The Spurs. Yeah, Spurs definitely for me. I think they're they lost um they lost uh DeRozan. Um they, DeRozan. Rudy Gay, Patty Mills. They they, Patty they Mills. know they're going they know they're going in a rebuild. So the thing with with the Spurs is they signed Zach Collins, which ha- he has not done really much of anything. I don't think he's the played the last two seasons. On the Portland Trailblazers, exactly. Yes, there. It's a it's a high, it's a low risk, high reward type of situation. Just because they paid him three years, twenty two million, it's not very much. 
but he needs to be on the floor. He yeah, needs to be. The problem is he's not. Is he going to play? He's played less games than Marvin Bagley, and Marvin Bagley has a, a history of injuries. So, um, that's and then just you all, and then you and then you pay Doug McDermott three years, forty-two million. That's crazy. That's like, I, I just cannot think. I don't know what the Spurs were thinking in this offseason. I don't know. They they did get they have Thaddeus Young now. Zach yeah, I was Collins. gonna I was gonna say that's all you got for like for DeMar DeRozan. I mean the Bulls gave up nothing. They gave a pick. That's pretty much it. And they plan to be good. Yeah, so the Spurs, you only got you know, you didn't get Larry Marketing. There's other I mean there's there's pieces there you could have gotten and you end up only getting Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus and, Young and a, and Alfred Kuminu. Yeah. Two power forwards. I, two power I didn't, forwards. I didn't I that I I just don't like and then you obviously in the draft you go out and get Josh Primo who no one has heard of. No one heard of him. Yeah. So I, yeah, they, Spurs, Spurs are definitely a little they've been a little iffy last few years and this year for sure. Uh, That's what happens when you're when your coach is in Team US or is in Tokyo t- coaching Team USA. He, he's the one that has the say. Yeah, but they also they uh they did bring back Brian Forbes, so huh, they got a shooter. Shooters, shooter shooters, shooter shoot. So that starting lineup just looks so weird to me. It's gonna be Keldon Johnson for sure. It's gonna be Dejounte Murray. It's gonna be Derek White. Derek, yeah. Um, Yoko Potal, and probably maybe Doug McDermott. You paid him all that money. That's that's a weird starting lineup. That's a really weird starting lineup. Um, another one you brought up was uh, you brought up the Toronto Raptors, which I don't think they're done quite yet. They did get Kim Birch. Yeah, they brought back Kim Birch. Yes. Which, is... which they needed. They waived Aaron Baines. Um, Who's a guy. Spots. Aaron Baines is a guy that I want the Warriors to look at for that taxpayer mid-level. Yeah, Aaron Baines is a he's a solid, solid center. Like especially for the Warriors who are lacking center depth. Bigs. They have size, they're just lacking big depth. Because yeah. after James Wiseman, it's Draymond. Yeah, and you don't want him playing too much of the five. So he's someone I would. Oh, and then Kevon Looney, but he's not. He's not sure. He can't grab rebounds the way Aaron at the Aaron Baines level. So that's just a little thing I wanted to say. Yeah, I, I, Aaron Baines is 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 that dude. Um, one of my big losers, and it just goes to sh- show you that Brad Stevens is still learning. I got to go with the uh, Boston Celtics. Yeah. Boston Celtics. Uh, that that yeah. was hard to watch. So they still don't technically have a point guard. Technically. Um, you could plug Marcus Smart at that, but Marcus Smart plays the two better, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, they're going for Dennis Schroeder apparently, or Isaiah Thomas, which is interesting, in its own right. Um, you get Al Horford, and then you trade Moses Brown, who probably was going to be like your future center. Yeah. And I was, I was like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Like, Moses Brown was on a cheap, cheap, cheap contract. Al Horford's a free agent next year. You could that could have been your center for the future. Yes, you have Robert Williams, and Robert Williams is freaking 
amazing. Like, for being an undersized center, he gets a lot of blocks. He runs the floor. He did very well for the Celtics last year. But these moves don't move the needle, and the Celtics were in the play-in last year. They were in the play-in. And you lose Kimball Walker. So now Jason, you have to rely on Jason Tatum a lot more. And, yes, it, they say that Olympics change players and make them better, which is it, it has shown it does. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like Boston at all. Boston went out and got Cantor. Like, that didn't work the first time. You guys kind of sat him on the bench the entire time when he was there. So, yeah. it just it, – it, it really didn't make sense. They didn't make sense. They – they look like a play-in team to me. Especially uh, with the uh, Tristan Thompson trade has not gone down, correct, if you said? It has. It has. It was – it went – They nothing changed. It went down today. Oh, it did? Tristan, Tristan Thompson is technically on the Kings. Okay. And they got DeLon Wright, right? And DeLon Wright – no. They got Chris no. Dunn. DeLon Wright yeah. went to the Atlanta Hawks. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um – Oof, Chris Dunn, another one who hasn't played much in some amount of years. Yeah, he he went to Chicago, got hurt, then went to Atlanta, got hurt again. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Boston's one, definitely on the loser side. They they just haven't done nothing to near, help the team. Nearly enough. Yeah. Nearly enough. Um, I think pretty much. Uh, is there any other free agents that, that kind of stood out to you? Uh, um, Kelly Oubre is one for me who I think is pretty funny. What about you? Yeah. Kelly Oubre was <laughs> – Kelly Oubre going to the Charlotte Hornets makes so much sense to me just because him and LaMelo Ball just are going to be a vibe. Don't take your girl. Don't take your girl to any, any Hornets games. <laughs> they, they're going to be just a vibe. Like how how him and Miles Bridges were, how him LaMelo and Miles Bridges were. Kelly Oubre is going to be – I can see a double alley oop in the Hornets future. Like, oh, off the backboard. Oh, Kelly Oubre's coming back. Miles Bridges finishes the dunk. I can see a double alley oop for from Charlotte this season. They're 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 gonna be a vibe. Charlotte yeah. Charlotte's a big winner in my eyes for for off season. Yeah, I, uh, they did. Uh, they just they've done everything right. I mean, they're just they're really they're really just like. Bringing the car, they're bringing the Lamborghini in. They're telling uh, Lamella get in. It's all yours. Pretty We're gonna much. give you everything you need. It it was it was a vibe. <laughs> Watching them was a vibe. That's I'm just gonna. That's how. That's the best that's way be I can fun. say it. That's best way be I can say it. Now on the other spectrum, you have Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is technically one of the top two teams to win the championship. Cool get it but they the one thing they needed they didn't do they need a center deandre jordan has not been playing very much at all no in in the playoffs he didn't play he barely plays when he's when he's in the game he plays like 15 minutes you needed a center that's why you need to go for somebody like dwight who's on a who's on a veteran minimum dwight or um drummond would have even been better or shoot you could have gone for moises brown like Clearly, they were trying to trade him. He needed to get – they needed to get a center badly, and they decided not to. Maybe Aaron Baines goes there. 
but I don't think that helps them. Hassan Whiteside, for God's sakes, could have helped them. They needed rim protection. They needed somebody in the paint, and they didn't get it. They just didn't get it. So they yeah. disappointed me. Yeah, they, I mean, they needed a center. You can't, you can't continue to rely on Kevin Durant to play that five spot every game, especially come playoff time. Exactly. You know, yeah. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin doesn't have the athleticism to play the five anymore. Just, you know, his his body's he's worn down. He he does good at what he does, but he can't play that five spot. Nicholas Claxton obviously is not good enough. No, he's not ready. Plain simple. He's not ready for. It. He's just not good enough for that. So yeah, I mean, them not getting a center, especially if you're not playing, you're not going to play DeAndre Jordan. I mean, how many, he didn't play. He didn't play one minute. Season. He didn't play one minute in the Milwaukee Bucks playoffs. Yeah. And especially you you think he would be able to play because Brooke Lopez is out there. But he's even then he still didn't. You could you could have even put him on Giannis. Giannis <laughs> is gonna drive in every time. Yeah. He, he he took maybe two two to three threes a game. Like and you can give him those threes. He's he's not a good three point shooter. He has terrible form. They they could have easily done something and they chose not to. And it's kind of disappointing, but they have, they're going to try to beat you with offense. They had the three best scores in the league on their mm-hmm. team. So they're going to tr- beat you with offense regardless. But when offense doesn't work and everybody's hurt, you're going to need defense to fall back on, and they just didn't do it. They didn't do it. You want to talk about your favorite loser in this year's uh, free agency? I have a favorite loser. You've been talking about him all day. No shot. New Orleans. Oh, I did. I did. I kept saying, I was like, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Where we were like, hey, what's our top 10 worst teams? And I'm like, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, my God. New Orleans didn't do crap. They they freed up all this cap space for to swing for the fences with Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, and they got Devontae Graham. Well, it's the same thing that I we that I was talking about with the Spurs is you do a sign and trade and you don't you don't give up anything you get nothing in return. Yeah. So I, it was it was very funny that the Pelicans you you're trying to make that boy um, Zion happy, you're trying to make him happy. You're trying to get him to want to stay. Reports are saying that he doesn't want to stay, and that's telling me. That you are telling him, like, hey, like, we're trying. We're trying to get you help, but um, nobody wants to come here. That's that's really what David Griffin just said. He's like, I tried my best. I tried for Chris Paul. I tried for Kyle Lowry. Hell, you could have try, tried for Dennis Schroeder. You didn't try for Dennis Schroeder. You're not trying for anybody. And that's what's funny to me. You got Devontae yeah. Graham. Um, another piece that they they could look to trade for is probably Buddy Hield. They need they need shooting. They need shooting. They desperately need shooting. Um, especially when you have such a dominant force with Jonas Valanciunas down low and Zion down low. You gotta open up the floor for them to shoot, and they're not doing that. So the Pelicans are a big loser. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple, teams don't want to players don't want to play there. You know, I, yeah. it, it's just not a good situation. You got a new coach. 
you know, it's they've it's been well documented that Zion's disgruntled. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, I, I told you, I have a source. Brandon Ingram doesn't want to play there. Yeah, doesn't want to be in New Orleans. I mean, why would some play? They these players know about it. Yeah, if we know about it, these players know about it. So why would they want to go? I'm, I'm just, telling you, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's it's New Orleans always happens to them, man. But the best thing New Orleans can do is trade Brandon Ingram and try to get people around Zion. I'm yeah. not saying that Brandon Ingram is a bad fit with Zion. What I'm saying is that you need Brandon Ingram you have, is your best yeah. piece. Is your best trade piece. You have to get something for have to for Zion. Uh, if you if you want if you plan on him signing his uh Take sign extension. You have to get will Zion he be, some. Will he be the first one, first rookie not to sign the extension? Yeah, he will be. That that that'd be a that'd be a crazy world. Players really dictating, like we're not signing here. Screw that. He's going to end up on New York, even though they just signed Julius Randle for that big ass contract. Or what if you get R.J. Barrett and get him to New Orleans? You get Zion, his his buddy, buddy. Uh, yeah, they could do that with Cam. They could have got they could have got Cam Reddish in the yeah. draft, and they chose not to. They traded the pick to Atlanta. So I don't I don't think New Orleans is trying to get buddy buddy with. I mean, with this that. this alone makes New Orleans the biggest loser. You tr- you do a sign trade Lonzo, and all you get in return is Thomas Sadoransky and Garrett Temple and the second yeah. round pick. Like you're, and you could have used that cap space because Lonzo was the first one to sign. That's fine. You you had three days or forty eight hours to match it. Kyle Lowry signed with Miami. You had forty eight hours to match it. Chris Paul signed with what should we call it with Phoenix in the first uh, twenty four hours. So you could have matched Lonzo and you chose not to. I read a story. I read a story and it said that uh, Lonzo got traded to New Orleans and Rich Paul came to him, or Lonzo fired his agent, signed with Clutch Sports, and uh, uh, Rich Paul asked him, what do you want? What what contract do you want? And uh, Lonzo said, I want four years, $80 million. He Rich Paul went to David Griffin or the Pelicans head of basketball operations and said, uh, this is the extension we want to do. It's very fair. They told they told him. Um, they told him that uh, he's not worth that. Lonzo went out and got a four-year eighty-five. Like that's hilarious. Boom! Mic drop. Mic drop. Um, well, let's wrap it up with the uh, with some trades yeah, well, that we think. Well, what, yeah. What do you want to end this with? You got you got something you got something in mind you want to end this with? I think people need to understand that Damian Lillard is in Tokyo <laughs> right now. He is in Tokyo right now, which means – Love talking about that. <laughs> trades are not going to happen yeah. until he gets back from Tokyo. That man, For sure. That man is not focused on getting traded or no. staying with the team right now. He was focused on getting a gold medal. So, with that being said, Dame is the thing – is the main domino – that needs to fall before trades can happen. People are like, why hasn't Ben Simmons been moved? Why hasn't um, Siakam been moved? Why hasn't Porzingis been moved? Why hasn't Draymond been moved? Because the best deal for Portland to get 
or not Portland. The best deal for Portland or or uh, Philadelphia to get is Dame for Simmons. That's the best deal yeah. possible. Period. 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 Both teams. Period. First, both teams. So if Dame goes to sits down with the organization in Portland and says, "Hey, I want to get traded. I want to get traded," then they're gonna go to Philadelphia. If he yeah. says, "I, I want to work it out," then Philly's gonna probably go to the Warriors next. And if the yeah. Warriors say that's a little too steep, they'll probably trickle down to the Kings or the Raptors. Yeah. And then so forth and so forth. Once Ben Ben Simmons is gone, then Siakam will go, then Porzingis will go, and so forth and so forth. But my hot take is that the Kings will end up with Siakam out of the deal, even though I think Porzingis would probably be better for the Kings. Okay. Um, and uh, Ben Simmons will end up with uh, – will be with a different team before uh, – the next season starts. He he, there's just so much damage done at this point. Yeah, for sure. And uh, for sure, I think I think it's going to be the Warriors. You disagree with me, but I think <laughs> no. it's going to be I think it's going to be Draymond and Wiggins for for Simmons, and then uh, Draymond's going to be on Philadelphia, and that's just going to be wild. The next Charles yeah. Barkley. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that, but uh. I we'll see. Your takes have, you know, for the most part, I've been pretty on spot, yeah, to some degree. So I'm not. Uh, I hope this one doesn't come out. But uh, hey, my hot take is that the Warriors are gonna. That's it. They're done making moves. Uh, my hot take is that they don't even spend the MLE. That's my hot Damn. take. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, um, until next episode, my boy. Uh, yeah, man. Until next time. Till next time. Uh, thank yeah. you for listening to Holy Hot Takes. Yep. Subscribe, share a friend, tell everyone. We're on Spotify. We're working on getting on every podcast uh, listening ship. And, uh, yeah, man, spread the word. Like, like, Leave a like. Leave a review. And uh, appreciate it. Yeah. All right, man. Until next time, man. That's Holy Hot yeah. Takes. Peace out.